let's go ahead and get started. What's good? What's good, everybody? It's the Life of X Athlete. I am your host, King Teeth. I got my uh, favorite coach in the building, uh, Coach Parker. How we doing today? What's good, brother? Um, living, you know what I'm saying? It's a beautiful day today. November and it was like a 70 degrees. Outside. You know what I'm saying? Oh, state's playing. Oh, that too. I mean... We low-key a little bit back to normal, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, we needed a day like this. I, we I did. I always feel like Mother Nature was like, yo, for all the nonsense we put you through, like, oh, yeah, we got to give you a lovely day outside. That's a fact. Or weekend, actually, because it's supposed to be nice tomorrow, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been good all weekend, so I'm just blessed for that. We got a special guest in the building, and um, this is one of my closest friends, even though he don't stay close to me no more. <laughs> we used to kick it every day, especially when I would come back from school. Um, he was the guy... The only wedding I've ever been a part of that I wasn't actually being the DJ, but I also did that too. Um, <laughs> right. Um, he is a John Hay alumni, uh, John Kerry University graduate, ex-college athlete, husband, director of football training for T3 Performance. My boy, Dale Roddick. How we doing, man? Honored to be here, man. Man, this has been like a year. I told you about the Life of X Athlete before I started it. Yeah. And I've been trying to get you on ever since. So this is a big one, man. This yeah. is a big one. And um, we're recording in November, but this is not coming out till like December. Okay. So uh, this is like, this is the relationship episode. So this is like when it gets cold, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? The, the cold weather vibes. Mm -hmm. We're going to oh, yeah. put that one out. So I'm going to hold this one because this one's really important to me. This one's special to me. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like if I don't do none other, you know what I'm saying? If I don't do no other episode season, I got one of my best friends on here and one of my long-term mentors, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. on air at the same time. That's just something I can't even fathom to get together, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's just one of those things. But Dale Roddick, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. i just blessed to be here to talk to you. Yeah. Blessed to still be friends with you after four years of playing high school ball together. And, <laughs> you know, still to this day call you my brother. And right. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, we we did a lot. We've yeah. done a lot. And, yeah. like, it's been, like, ten years going strong. Yeah. That's crazy. That's what football does, man. It does. It creates that's, a brotherhood, man. That's a Even fact. with the coaches, man. Like, yeah, I swear to God. To this day, I, I can't remember the last time I saw Coach Parker. Nah, but It's been a minute, man. Yeah. But a lot of wonderful memories, though, man. That's definitely that's what we're going to get into, for Whew. sure. Yeah, man. All the different relationships. <laughs> a lot of stuff, back. yeah. <laughs> Not just the intimate relationship, but the all the different types of relationships that come from being an athlete. Mm -hmm. uh, we definitely going to get into that. But I want to get into uh, what you got going on uh, with the T3 performance. Uh, you the you the director of football training over there. How did that come about? How has it been through the COVID? Um, just tell the people kind of what you got going on. Um, so so kind of COVID was actually a perfect time for me. I was new there, so I was really like trying to find my purpose at, in the company. Mm -hmm. um, so it kind of made me sit there. You know, a lot of us are sitting at home. Uh, mm -hmm. We were doing Zoom meetings and like that. I'm trying to find my purpose and kind of how I want to like direct everything. Yeah. Um, as far as like my role in the company, but uh, so. Um, they really didn't have like a football role guy there to, mm. to kind of push through to the training. So I kind of like stepped up and kind mm -hmm. of proven my 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 uh, my steps there. Um, so you didn't come in as the director of football? No, not at all. It I was just a coach. Well, I started as an intern there. Yeah, intern okay. there for about six months because I had two for my masters. Yeah, I just needed an internship and I thought it was a dope spot to be at. Um, so you got your masters? Well, class away. Your class away. Class away. How did that feel? Man, it's stressful, especially with all the stuff going on with work. Yeah. 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 But uh, grinding through. Yeah. Like three more weeks and then uh, presentation and paper. And, uh, so three more weeks that you got your masters. So you'll have your masters by the time this comes out. Uh, no, actually, I won't graduate until the spring. Okay, so, bet, yeah, bet, bet. I have to take a comprehensive exam. Got you. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. That's dope, though, man. Yeah. That's so close. And those are <laughs> the most annoying parts. Like, yeah. if y'all just give me this, man. like, I didn't did it. Like, just give yeah. it to me. But that's what's up, man. Yeah. Congrats on that. Appreciate it. It's been a grind about, spread out over about two and a half years. Two so. and a half years? Yeah. Yeah. You can technically get the program done in a year and a half, but a lot of stuff going on with the wedding. And yeah. And working full time. Yeah. Life. Yeah. Real life stuff. Feeling. Yeah, so. That's what's up, man. But you, but you, I think you might be the first person on here that's been married. Sweet. I think so. I think that might be yeah. one of those. One, yeah, I think those yeah. might be one of those first. That's what's up, man. Um, and we're going to get into you being married because I think that's why this one is the relationship episode because okay. you have the perspective of being married. Um, it's How long has it been? It's been almost a year and a half now. Yeah, almost a year and a half. Uh, so we, we got married June, June yeah. 7th. So yeah. yeah, so almost yeah. a year and a half. So that's amazing, man. Blessings to y'all. Um, but I want to talk about 
um, how you got to becoming a personal trainer and how your um, career kind of ended. Because I know a lot of people kind of heard about it yeah. and kind of like the whispers and everything. You told some people, whatever. But I don't think you never really got to speak, speak on it. On I know you did the uh, the, the interview yeah. a few years ago. Yeah. But just the updated version of like how that happened and then like how you transitioned into becoming like this trainer you are now. Um. Yeah, so... Yeah, I definitely had that that um that article published, but mm-hmm. um it, it kind of wasn't um something I spoke about, you know, just this conversation with a reporter. Before. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, so it's, I feel like I should definitely talk Get about that it. Out, yeah, man. Man, it. Get was, that out. Yeah, it was tough. So through like high school, like I'm sure, like I I definitely had some concussions. Like that last game, mm-hmm. probably shouldn't have played. I know Jeremy wasn't playing. I do remember. That. I, I feel like I was pretty banged up, you know. But yeah, hey, we were. It's our senior year. We were going in. Um, so, going into Lake Erie, I had got a concussion end of freshman year. It was like the last first four, uh, the last four games, uh, um, mm-hmm. last four games of the season, and it put me down. Like I, I actually knew I was concussed. Like I, I wow, didn't feel okay. right. I didn't feel right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, long story short, went through the doctors, got cleared back to exercise, uh, cleared back to football, and all that. Uh, went through the next season. But it took you out four weeks. Well, that was four. It was four weeks left in the season, and you couldn't play no more. Oh no, I was redshirted anyway. So okay, okay, yeah, okay so okay, it, that was that was that was fine. But then, yeah. um, so that was the first like diagnosed concussion. And yeah. Then, uh, going going back, so fast forward two years later, I transferred John Carroll. Right. Um, mm-hmm. um, and I felt like uh, my concussion never fully healed from um, that mm-hmm. that freshman year. So mm. so one day after practice, um, it was you know it was a pretty intense practice. And mm-hmm. I'm the type of guy that really goes hard, and mm-hmm. maybe I was using my head too much. Yeah. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I mean, what happens? It's it's really tough not to, especially when you're in the trenches. Uh, yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right in front of your face, and you got to basically stop another human being from going through you. Yeah. Um, so it's it's very physical. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I just remember going to the locker room, getting down there, and then. Kind of just like blacking out. Don't know how I got to the cafeteria. What? Yeah, I was just, just kind of lost for words there. So you were just there. Just there, and then um, I remember like my um, my roommates at the time. I sat down with them, and then mm-hmm. they said I was laying on the table like with my head down. Mm-hmm. Like I had the food, I got my food and everything. Um, but I just remember like the, the trainers coming into the cafeteria and like waking me up and saying like doing all these conscious tests and like I definitely was not conscious man wow yeah I was not conscious and, um but to this day kind of don't really know what the verdict uh, was the, from that not the verdict but like not like it wasn't just like a big hit that put me out I think it okay. was like repetitive blows right. to the head yeah like, yeah um, yeah repetitive blows to the head and then uh so like after that uh I was laid up kind of didn't know what to do if I was going to go back to play um if I should go back to play is it safe for me to go back right. to play so it was a good six to six to eight weeks. I was not leaving my bedroom, mm-hmm. no class. Okay, in those six and eight weeks, right? Yeah. How did your significant other help you through that? Man, she was there every day. She was. Uh, yeah. Uh, one of one of the, the hardest times was the first week. First week, dizzy, nauseous, um, couldn't stand up by myself to use the bathroom. Like she was there. You know, wow. I was wow. bad. Like, so like it really took a lot out of me to like not to walk away from the game and for the doctors to say like it probably wasn't the best decision. That's what um, but uh, she was always there, like encouraging me to like make my own decision. Like, I, but I felt deep down that like, she didn't want me to go back. Yeah. Um, just because for health reasons, like right. I want to be able to run around with my kids when I'm fifty. Yeah. Right. So, I played a huge role in it. But she, she was there to help me out, like mm-hmm. as far as um, just making sure, I, like I'm there physically, you know, talking to me, and uh, like I wasn't like out of consciousness, but like I just wasn't myself. Like, yeah. Was just, I know, remember that time. Yeah. Because I had came back from school, it was and um, you just weren't always willing to like move fast or like let's go do this and this he yeah. just was like he was like we gotta just chill I'm like yeah. you was, know me I chill anyway <laughs> but like yeah, was, I could was, see how it was messing with you yeah. and um and I knew it hurt yeah. I knew it hurt walking away from the game early mm. oh it hurt so bad especially cause I had three years up to play um, you know, like my lifetime, my lifetime dream was to definitely like play professionally anywhere, even if it's you know arena league, yeah. or overseas, wherever. I just wanted to get to that point. I was like, yeah. like I was going to train my hardest. I was going to play my hardest. I was going to put all the work into getting that. Yeah. Um. So like I think that's what really, um, like what I missed the most was like something like that I could work towards. Yeah. Um. Like because I feel like I'm a very self motivated person, but like I need that, that trophy to get to. You see yeah. What I'm like, I, I like, that goal. I like something to reach. I, yes. like, I like reaching the goals. I like... Makes you go harder. Yeah. Um, but then... 
So like, when yeah, so when did uh kind of the training start? Because you didn't start at at T three. No, no, I didn't start at T three. So um so I got I actually was planning to stay a fifth year because I had three years of eligibility yeah. left. So I was thinking about graduating in the fifth year. Um, and then I just kind of hustled. I took 20 credits, 22 credits mm -hmm. a semester, and like I'm going to get out in time. Yeah. And then I got an internship at St. Vincent Charity Medical Center. Mm -hmm. like cardiac I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm like, all right, this is. I feel like you know I can see myself working in you know this occupation. I, you know I was majoring in exercise science, mm -hmm. and you know I love the internship. I love working with the patients there. I just felt like there was something still missing. You know, yeah. like I, I, I feel like um, that kind of like drove me not drove me away, but like. I still had two more years to like kind of make a decision through my master's to mm -hmm. see if that was going to be the route I was going to go. Mm -hmm. um, so then I got a personal training job at Cleveland State Rec. Okay. Um, yeah, I was just training, you know, pretty much anybody who wanted to train mm -hmm. um, until probably about three or four months in, I got like my first athlete and I'm like, wow, this is, this is where I want to be. Mm -hmm. um, it was Damian Willis. He was a, he was a safety at Indiana. He was yeah, a yeah, yeah. pro. pro so. <clears throat> Just to have somebody like that high caliber player to come in and just trust me right away is kind of like boost it, it boosts my confidence, but at the same time, like I wanted to still be humble about the situation. Yeah. Um, and then, um, so we went through, so we went through that that whole year uh, working at CSU, and then I decided I think sports performance was my route. Yeah. So then I had to get an internship for my master's. Mm -hmm. um, came across like an Instagram post saying, "Hey, we need interns," and, and I saw this this place T three because. You can't really miss it because it's out in the ordinary with the blue turf. So I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, this place looks dope. Um, mm -hmm. So I got into it, got an internship. Um, so I, I kind of didn't know like where I was going to be post internship. If I was going to be working there. If I was still going to be going to this, uh, going into the same industry. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's what's up, man. Yeah. That's that's a great um, heartfelt story to be able to um, lose something you love so much, but then find a piece of it. And the athletes you get to train and to be in that environment. And that's literally why I made this podcast. <laughs> like, yeah. literally. to Because for ex-athletes, I feel like um, we're always searching for that feeling again. You know? Mm -hmm. That feeling, that rush, that 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 um, energized, that keeps us waking up and striving for a goal every single day. And um, I just commend you for that, for not letting... Um, that traumatic experience stop you from pushing forward. Because mm -hmm. one thing I can say, just being there, like physically, literally being there through these times, like you never stopped. Like even if you didn't know exactly what was coming next, like you knew something was coming. Mm -hmm. um, you knew something was moving forward and that you had to find a way out of no way. Um, but before we keep going, drop your um, your business page and then drop the T3 page. For Instagram. Oh, uh, so yeah, Instagram. My page it's d underscore r underscore performance, mm -hmm. and then uh, I think T threes is just at T three performance with no like uh, no space, no space, and yeah. no um asterisk, asterisk underscore yeah. Yeah, so stuff like that. It's just yep. straight T three performance. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. I want to get that in there for sure. Mm -hmm. um, hey, Steve, have you been there before? I haven't. Man, I, is hey, it before dope? You, hey, before you breeze over this, man, y'all gotta <laughs> understand how dope this facility is. Is it? Like, I actually went out there one time last year, and I didn't know that like, he worked out there. Like, yeah. Like, the next day that he was out there, but it's just like, like you said, they got the blue the turf out there. They got like the baseball. You know what I'm saying? I set up the like the the what's like fifty yards in there? Uh sixty. Ooh. Uh, yeah, sixty, 60 yards. You can get some work in there. Field, the weights, all that. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's an amazing facility, and it's only about twenty five minutes away. It's not even that far. Like, People like, think it's farther. Than yeah, it like is. it's not really far. Like Avon, right? Yeah. So like it's not so that it's like far 25? away. Yeah, straight out ninety, right off to the right. You know, so it's quiet out there, but it's an it's really an amazing facility. I can testify for that. That's what's amazing. up. Amazing. I gotta make my way out there. It's so amazing. I had the kid with me, like when I was out there. Really? In the stroller, and it was you know, so like it was. <laughs> and it was a good vibe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, That's cool. dope, man. That's dope. Well, I yeah. definitely gotta get out there. And I, I encourage any athlete, for sure, to get out there mm -hmm. and, and get some work in. I mean, mm -hmm. um, any spot you can go, especially in Northeast Ohio, any spot you can go in and actually still get that, that turf feel, that training on the field, training inside, I mean, that you can't beat that. And especially in the wintertime. Cause exactly. I, I was out there. It was cold outside. You're thinking, well, I don't want to go outside. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't trying to deal with the cold thing. It's really a, you know what I'm saying, a place that not too expensive, very, you know what I'm saying, very affordable. 
what I'm saying, for the work, I mean, that you're going to get out there. So That's what's up, man. That's what's up. That's awesome that you, you can speak on that. Oh, I, mean, man, that I, don't, I don't want to hype it up. Yeah, sweet, man. <laughs> hey, you're supposed out. to hype it up. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Go to the page. Yeah, it's crazy. Man. Like Probably about like four years ago, they were in a facility, like a kind of like a manufacturing warehouse type yeah. of facility, and it just it's kind dope, of blew man. up. Yeah. It's dope. Do you know um, the website by heart, perchance? Uh, um, it's T3 Athlete. T three T three athlete I think I did yeah. dot com yeah and um speak on the owner real quick um kind of how y'all connected and how um she's been isn't it a female no no, no it's male okay yeah. how has he been um in the transition of COVID and still getting players in there and all of that um so so Big Mike uh, we call him Big Mike mm-hmm. he played uh, linebacker at O State oh, uh, wow. oh wow yeah uh, he was. Um, pretty good athlete. I know he did with some injuries toward the end of his mm-hmm. career, so I think that's why um, his professional uh, um, routes didn't go as well. Yeah. So um, he's a very hands-off owner, um, which I think that's how you want it. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's always behind the scenes, like mm-hmm. um, looking for innovation and growth. Because uh, I know we're, we're actually going to be um, opening one on the east side. Oh, um, fantastic! What? Soon. Yeah. So I will be there. So yeah. So like the I will be there. The main goal was uh, expansion, you know, and I think eventually like franchise. Um, franchise the name and put them everywhere but um so like like i said our relationship has more of just been like a, a few meetings to be honest with you mm-hmm. and like i couldn't i couldn't talk more highly of him uh, he i know he wants best for his employees he wants mm-hmm. best for all of our trainers he wants all of us to be successful um but like we have the uh the luxury of having like like a leadership team of like older trainers that have been there um mm-hmm. and kind of like started that that business so it's like um he, he's there but he's not there if that yeah. makes sense yeah mm-hmm. that's awesome man that's yeah. awesome all right, um, so let's get into these topics today, man. And the topic of today is relationships, of course, but all the relationships that um, an athlete will encounter in his trials and tribulations and his triumphs and all of these things. So um, I want to start off with, um, since we have the expert here, um, in uh, intimate relationships, right? <laughs> we're going to start there. We're going to hit the hard one first. Um, it's kind of funny because I feel like you should have like a, uh, like the co-host. I know a, a the female, female perspective dynamic, but it's cool. <laughs> who are you telling? <laughs> Shanita, we miss you. Yeah. This is I, we miss you. Okay, yeah. um, but okay, this is going to be the male perspective <laughs> um, today. But um, I think it's going to be uh, I think it's going to be good because I'm unmarried, um, but I'm still in the generation of me and you. Mm-hmm. Um, you're unmarried, but you have a child, mm-hmm. and you're in the next generation above <laughs> us, mm-hmm. and you're married, and you don't have kids yet. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. a whole, it's All three different, yeah, it's three different like outlooks on the type of relationships you may have encountered and are in right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's. So, for athletes, right? Do what do you? Uh, what are your views um, for athletes having relationships in high school? And I want to start there. We can start with you, Big Deli Snack. That's my nigga. Uh, yeah, so uh, actually, um, so I didn't have a girlfriend when I played in high school. Yeah. yeah we we didn't start dating until like like three months before we graduated. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but I would say like make sure she's su- supportive and, you know, yeah. make, and then also make sure she motivates you and not like take you away from the game in any aspect. Yeah. Like to like miss workouts or um, other things for, you know, reasons that they may think is larger than football for you, yeah. um, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, as long as she's supportive and be, uh, there for you, I feel like it's always good to have, like, that support system around you. Yeah, did you have any personal experiences um, with dealing with a, a another a female, let's say she not, might not be your girlfriend, but a female while you were playing, like, in season that you uh, could think of? Not really, to be honest with you. I was focused. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I was focused, you know, like... Like a lot of our goals, like in the senior class, was to definitely like walk out that place with a football scholarship, yeah, or you know to play at the next level. So yeah. like, that was really what just what was on my mind. Um, yeah, I didn't really want to um, get too much into that. So did you purposely like push yourself away from certain situations because of the goals you had set? Yeah, I mean at that time I would say so. Um, but I felt like if I would have found some somebody before Celise, I mm-hmm. probably would have you know. Taking a shot. Taking a shot, but like to be honest with you, I feel like I look back at my past. I couldn't find a better 
Yeah. Better female than her. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. how you're supposed to talk. You are yeah. married, and yeah. this is coming out live. Okay? <laughs> and the photos like are amazing. You be oh, like, damn. I know, like, right? Goals, man. Right? Like every time they go on vacation, like again, again. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, this is what two incomes happen, huh? Okay, yeah. I see. Yeah. Excuse me, but um, no, I, I, just about piggyback on what you said. I agree. Um, when I was in high school, you couldn't tell me I was gonna have a girlfriend. <laughs> uh, you couldn't, and she couldn't convince me. I, right. we could date for three weeks, and after that, I'm tired of you because I gotta go to practice. Right. And um, it's hard for a non-athlete um to understand what an athlete goes through. So, especially when you're younger, because you're you just want to be around this person, you just want to be. Up under this person, you want to be next to this person, you want to do what they do, say what they say, all of this, all this stuff. But um, for me personally, I was a very serious athlete. Mm -hmm. Like I really took everything seriously when it came to sports because I wanted to get to that next level. I wanted to be the best I could be. I wanted the team to be the best it could be. Um, so I took a lot upon my shoulders, and it came with a lot of stress. That when I look back, I might, I should have, may not have put on myself all like that. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know no better. But um, with that being said, you said something that was very prominent was um, having somebody that supports that. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's very hard to find somebody um, in high school that's going to be able to support your dreams without you being this big time guy already. Mm -hmm. Because they don't really know. Like my my situation was a little different. Yes, I was the captain. Yes, I was you know one of the better players on the team but i wasn't highly recruited o state wasn't coming to see me every day you know what i'm saying it wasn't one of those things where we know he's that guy so coming into my situation i took myself just as serious as the guy who was getting recruited as a number one recruit out of uh, out of ohio i took myself just as seriously like if i seen him one on one i would rock him like whatever the case may be you know what i'm saying but um so for me it was it wasn't even an option for me to have a relationship because I couldn't take her seriously mm -hmm. because I took something else so much seriously. And even now to this day, um, I realize you can only give so much energy out. You can't really, um, yeah, you can balance, but at some point the balance will shift. And if the person that you're with doesn't understand that they will feel some type of way. And that's kind of what I dealt with a lot in high school because I had a couple relationships. Um, I had one my senior year and I had one my sophomore year. And both of the times, they did not um, amount to much only because they didn't understand why I was going so hard. They was like, oh, you could relax today. Oh, you could... No, I can't. I don't have I don't have the scholarship I want. I don't have the stats I was looking for. I don't... I, I just didn't have it and I was angry at myself and to my detriment, I would sometimes take it out on them. And I didn't want to never do that, so I would push them away. But Park, what is, what is your kind of views on high school relationships, being a coach? Well, the funny thing is, um, there is a relationship that you have um, in high school, and that relationship, like, it's, it's like basically like to the grind. You know what I'm saying? That's the relationship like, mm -hmm. that matters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the relationship that's going to pay you forward. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the... The, uh, the small, the trivial things in high school, you know what I'm saying, the girls, the friends here and there, that stuff comes and goes. Now, you know what I'm saying, like if you're blessed to be able to meet somebody that is going to support your dreams and be more in the situations of not, what can you do for them? And that's what you mean as far as the status thing. Like mm -hmm. the girls that, okay, I'm going to date the guy because he's going to state. That's really for them, you know what I'm saying, highlight them. But, you know, from the ones who are going to support you and say, oh, yeah, go to practice, go here, whatever, mm -hmm. whatever, I'm going to the games. I don't require anything, you know what I'm saying, as far as what you can do for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's more or less how can I support you, you know what I'm saying, your dreams. So them would be, you know what I'm saying, be, uh, it'd be okay. It's not something I would uh, I would encourage because it takes too much to follow this football dream. Yeah. It's like invest way too much. And then the day way that you ain't much. playing and practicing and studying, you know, I mean, either like you're training or like you're recovering. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. How, when, and that am I gonna uh, fit in the, you know what I'm saying, like the other stuff. thing or whatever yeah. it may be? And if it does, it's taken away from something else. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, what kind of balance do you wanna have? And honestly, at that age, it's hard to find that balance. It's yeah. more or less like I go with the feel of something. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? So, me personally, like the relationship that I always preach or, or like I believe is the relationship to what's. Whatever your grind is, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And if it's the uh, the football thing, I got to be all in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ten toes down. Because if not, I'm going to look back and say, I had this girlfriend 
But, you know what I'm saying, I could have been doing this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And there's time for that. You know what I'm saying? We've all been to college. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's going to be girls all the time. You know what right. I'm saying? I mean, the guy willing you don't meet, you know what I'm saying? One like in Dale's uh, case where, okay, I mean, she's going to be there like for the long haul. But there's girls everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Get out of state. A travel. We've had this talk before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that should not <laughs> That's why be the focus. Here. You know what I'm saying? The focus should be um, whatever this grind is. Yes. And when the dust settles, okay, then I can find it. Who stayed around at the, at the, at the same That's time? The dust, man. At the end of the day, when you were grinding, who was who was there? Even though you might have never been, been able to give her the time she desired, who was still there? And I think we can um, kind of transition into that when you go into college, right? Yeah. And you're taking Celise more seriously. Mm-hmm. And um, y'all become more of a serious couple leading towards something. Mm-hmm. How did you find the balance between grinding? Because you never lost that that grind mode either. No. And I think that is a testament to her as well. Yeah. Because she was grinding just as hard. Yeah. Um, so how did y'all kind of find that balance in y'all relationship? Um, to be honest with you, I, I wouldn't even say we found it. I felt like it was just meant to be. Wow, that it found you. Yeah, it found <sighs> me, yeah. Because, like, you know, she didn't go to John Hay. She came right. in, uh, her junior year. Um, yeah. So she was she was the new girl in school. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I, I would just say, like, it, it's just there. Like, we, we know, we both know what we have to do, and we both, you know, make sure we, each other gets gets that uh that job done yeah no matter what it is if it's school work you know because she was in nursing school right like let alone playing college football like Mm. nursing school is tough right yeah so so she's always in her books um she's always studying yeah um that was kind of like her grind while i was you know doing the football grind so did it help you seeing her grinding just as hard to keep you going oh yeah yeah. yeah, and like I said, like I feel like I'm a very self motivated person, but yeah. like to always have that other person there motivating you, like, yeah, you're going to be stronger. That's um, a fact. Yeah, that's a fact. Well, college didn't help me none. Um, <laughs> I tried again. <laughs> college didn't help me none at all. Um, I tried again, um, but it just again, it wasn't like you said. It was. It didn't find you. Didn't have to find it. It found you. Yeah, okay. And I think those are the most important and the most. The ones that last. Because if it finds you, you didn't have to really go out your way force it. to force it. Yeah. It was just one of those things that it worked. And I think that's the I think that's what gets in people's heads is that like, oh, this person, I do love them, I want them, I desire them. But it's not working. And I, I never wanted to be that guy, just going back to high school a little bit, I never wanted to be that guy that chased the girl before I chased my dreams. You don't have to. And because you don't have to, and I <laughs> yeah. seen it happen on on people I actually looked up to growing up, and I was like, "Dude, you're back at home, and you was you was better than all these running backs I seen. You was better than all these quarterbacks I seen mm. in O State, or you know, I could see you at these levels, like, but you was chasing somebody. The drive wasn't right, you know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't have the same mentality like the other uh, y'all had. So, you know and, what I'm saying? and that's and that. it's so sad because it's like like you said. They're going to be there. Who's still there when the dust settles? These things are you have to start. Like, if you really take yourself and your ability seriously as an athlete, you have to take things like that seriously as well. Like, who's going to be there when I just need to sleep? You know? Who's going to be there when I have a concussion, tear my ACL, break my leg? Do Like, we play a violent sport. Yeah. So it's like one of those things like who's going to be around, who's going to, who's going to be, not necessarily take care of you, but who's going to keep motivating you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so Park, um, dealing with um, being a coach, transitioning into being a coach, and like you said, um, off camera, you actually took a year, a, a year break when you had your kid. Mm-hmm. Um, how did that, finding that balance again to be able to do what you're doing now, um, what was the challenges in that? Well, I mean, before you start anything, you always got to base it off what your core the values and morals like to you. you yes. Know so, I mean, whenever you get in, in, in into it, you don't get into it like for the wins and the losses. You get into it like for relationships, for how you develop, you know what I'm saying, to give back and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But it's also like that uh, key component of I want to make sure that, you know what I'm saying, that the, the family thing is always going to be present, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, so if you have like a child or something, you want to make sure you're around those first things. We've all heard stories about how I missed that, I missed that, I mm-hmm. wasn't there for that, or and you know what I'm saying. But I want to make, or I want to make sure that okay, once I uh, go uh, take the time off, you know what I'm saying, 
and really have all these memories and experiences and all that, mm -hmm. when things are right, you know what I'm saying, I can go back and say, all right, you know what I'm saying, but I still want to make sure that when it's uh, safe, he can come to games and all that, yeah. whatever the case is, so now the correlation is there, you know what I'm yeah. saying, for our own like relationship, you know what I'm saying, so we can look back and say, hey, you know, I did, uh, I was there for the diapers early, you know what yeah. I'm saying, and I was there for, you know what I'm saying, the first steps and all that, and for, you know what I'm saying, we started to walk and all that kind of stuff, I mean, which, I, I mean, which you can't, get back yeah you, know what I'm you can get uh back the like the the wins and losses and the, you know what i'm saying and on the sideline stuff mm -hmm. uh, but also like it was helped out because it was almost like it was time to move on yeah you know what I'm saying? when that last the class was going out it was almost like the uh the changing of a guard like it wasn't the yeah. same place i came in you right know and it was just a lot of and you didn't like where on. it was going i didn't yes you know and you know um i had experiences that had kind of Showing me where it could go, mm -hmm. but it was being held back by old-fashioned stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's hard to go out like, for example, uh, being an all-star uh, game or something with all these players and this, you know, and innovative and not that. And then we come back, and it's almost like, are right, we back to 1950 again? Right. You know what I'm saying? And then like, and, and your opinions and your advice aren't being really heard like they should. Mm -hmm. Then you say, all right, whatever. But, you know what I'm saying, um, I had to get away for a little bit. I had to refresh, honestly, because it was almost like you was facing like some burnout. Yeah. Because you win, all right, but it's been like an eight-year run, you yeah. know what I'm saying, which was fantastic. And it happened so fast. Yeah, like it was just back-to-back. -back. It was no days off. I mean, y'all yeah. I mean, were there for, you know what I'm saying, like the beginning of it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, half of it, honestly. But, uh, I mean, the time came, the blessing in disguise. You know what I'm saying? I had his experiences. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the guy willing, y'all will go through the same uh, thing as well. Uh, luckily, you're not the plan. So, well, I mean, but there will be a chance where you might have to fall back from work for a little bit or yeah. just to be whatever. Yeah. And then you can, you know what I'm saying? You still stay engaged. You still whatever. Uh, but you come back and then refresh. And that's a, another motivating factor. Like, yeah. okay, I know somebody that's, you know, looking up and saying, okay, you know, what's going on? Or I see you out there. Like, you know, I might want to get into it. You know what I'm saying, or you know what I'm saying, uh, but there's definitely something that I mean, there uh, it is a balance, but that's cool though. You know what I'm yeah, that's more like the, uh, a life actually. Yeah, so um, we can transition into uh, family, right? Mm -hmm. Um, when it comes to chasing dreams, mm -hmm. being an athlete, being a coach, um, being a person, um, how did uh did your family, um, Dale specifically, did your family were they more a motivator or a hindrance when it came to your athletic career? Uh, 100% motivation. Yeah. yeah. Um, my dad, like, grew up and, you know, watched all the Browns games. He was mm -hmm. a Browns fan, mm -hmm. you know, so he, he wanted nothing for me to, like, kind of reach that goal of, yeah. you know, eventually playing at professional level. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, always motivated me. I was at every game, you know, even though we lived on the west side and all our mm -hmm. games were on the east side. Mm -hmm. um, so he was there. Um and then my mom, she was just always there supporting me, like, whatever I really wanted. Yeah. Um, and and that's what it was at that time was to, you know, take it to the next level. So um, shout out to them for, you know, taking me to all the visits and all yeah. that. And uh, getting me the extra training during the off season and things yeah. like that. So mm -hmm. I couldn't be more blessed to, to have that type of support. That's a fact. Yeah. Did they ever, was there ever um, an obstacle y'all had to go through that they may not have seen a vision you seen in yourself with the, and they wanted you to do something different. Y'all kind of had to clash and you had to kind of stand on your own too. Like, look, this is what I need to do for me. Yeah. Um, could you speak on that a little bit? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, and it's going back to the concussion thing. Oh yeah, bet. <laughs> going back to the concussion thing. Like, uh, I guess like my dad didn't really see like how it affected me mm. um, and how like, you know, like, it's, it's a better decision to, to walk away from mm -hmm. my own safety and my own health rather than, you know, try to ch chase a million-dollar dream, if right. that makes mm -hmm. sense. So, so, like, he, you know, I guess maybe it was more, like, you know, upset that, you know, this happened to me um, specifically. Okay, but, so um, he was upset that you had chosen to... Kind of, but, like, I guess it was more of just, like, he didn't understand. Mm -hmm. um, and then, like, as, as, you know, I came to, like, you know, a backup plan, like, that's why I always think, like... You know, you can be the best athlete in the world, but if you don't have a backup plan, mm -hmm. like, what are you going to do for the rest of your life? So, yeah, that's kind of what um, I kind of set back on. Uh, okay. And, and he realized that, okay, hey, like, like let's use your education to make yourself a future. Yeah. Um, so, indeed. Yeah. That was awesome. Park? 
Um, but, yeah, how was your family? I mean, they was always supportive. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was d- uh, different in those times. You know what I'm saying? Because it was less access to like a lot of technology. As expecting, I was in like a different state, and my grandparents was here. So I mean, it was different. But I'll more or less speak about. Um, the balance from like a coach perspective when you do have parents who are like engaged, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You have the parents who are who are nicely That's engaged. A great perspective. Yeah you know I'm saying you have the parents who are overly engaged mm-hmm. and you have the parents who are not engaged like at all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. And it's interesting to see the ones who, you know what I'm saying, the ones who go I mean who who get the uh, like the best um foundation or like or or I mean like from the parents are always the ones who typically, you know what I'm saying, stick around. I mean yes there are ones who the parents are overly on it, and it's like I just don't want to be involved. It's like, I yeah, care about they take the fun out of it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Which I mean, which we hate to see. You know, what I'm saying? and it's unfortunate there's the ones who, you know, who if they had a little more push, could be good. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I mean, we've all known players who parents were not like in the stands. You know, what I'm saying right. they're actually pretty good. But right, they get the support. You know, what I'm saying so. It is. It's always a balance. You know, what I'm saying so. I always encourage the parents like to be involved. I mean, yeah, you might not be able to make every single uh, game, but just Talk about it like with your kids. Hey, man, how was practice today? You know what I'm saying? And make sure to get there. I mean, there's excuses I hear, and I understand, but, you know what I'm saying? Oh, my mom is mad at me for coming to practice because she has to go somewhere. That's Ill- that's not a job or something else. But, I mean, not everybody loves the game like that or understands yeah. what it could do for them. So, yeah. you know, and there's stories we heard down like a shot of shit. would be like, are you kidding me? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So, um, uh, Parents, I mean, gotta understand like with anything, whatever passion or like uh, thing your kid like is involved in, you gotta at least be there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At least seventy five percent. Not even hundred percent. That's fantastic. Yeah. But at least make sure you can talk and you know what I'm saying show up every now and then. Yeah. Present. Yeah. You know, and you and, and you'd be surprised. I mean, what could happen? Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. And what's what's even crazier is that um, sometimes that parent not being able to be there feeds the hunger. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Sometimes it feeds the hunger um, because it may be a single a single mother that has to work two jobs mm-hmm. that just can't make it. I gotta grind for that. I gotta grind for that. Mm-hmm. So now I gotta go even harder. Yeah. So um, that yeah, it's crazy the uh, different types of uh, situations you will be in, and I think I'm I'm blessed um, to have kind of two perspectives, right? So when I was growing up, um, when I was still in Ravenna, um, I started playing football at seven years old. Um, six years old, um, but I was playing basketball prior to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing about it was, um, my mom she could make a lot of the games. Mm-hmm. Her schedule kind of let it happen, where she could make a lot of my football and basketball games. My father, though, he worked a lot in Cleveland when we were still living in Ravenna. Mm-hmm. So sometimes he would have to stay up here for the night. He would get a hotel or whatever the case may be. He would stay with a friend, whatever. So some of the times he really couldn't make it, right. um, or couldn't really be present in the workouts, the practices. Like, my mom would come to practices. My mom would make sure I was eating right, da 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 My dad really couldn't do that um, when I was younger, right? So, growing up, um, I wasn't really used to him being at my games like that. But I understood why. Mm. Because he had to go work. He had to go grind. He had to go make the money so we could survive. Um, but with that being said, it did... It did hurt. It did hurt um, him not being, not really being there, not really being present. Um, and I think he felt that. So when I got into high school and we moved to Cleveland, um, as you both will kind of know, he was there, right? <laughs> right. Your mom was definitely there too. We were right. Like, yep. My mom you was definitely present. Right. <laughs> but um, I think it's one of those things, like you said. Um, uh, my mom had the had already been doing it so long, she knew how to not be overly doing it. So she was present, but not, she wasn't not present and she wasn't overly present. I think my dad kind of overcompensated for not being present enough to being overly present. And it affected me as well. So it was like, you go from kind of not being there um, because you got you got all these things going on to overly being there, and now you're yelling at my coaches, and it's like, <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> Luckily, I never got that. Way. No, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> definitely freeze. <laughs> Shout out freeze. But they definitely, I got into it a few times, and I'm like, I'm like, what is going on, right? Yeah. So, um, just having those two perspectives, um, it, it it's definitely a blessing 
to have parents that care. Right. Um, regardless of how they care, of how that if they don't know exactly how to care or how to be present all the time, it's definitely a great thing that they're there. But um, I think um, my junior year, and I would say a little bit of my senior year, it was a hindrance um, when he would be yelling at my coach mm. because it's like I don't like like what do I do with that after that? Like I gotta come to practice tomorrow. Like I got, and it's like. I even had a situation in basketball where it stopped me from playing basketball. Mm. At that, like, I didn't play my last two seasons because of that situation, how, how it unfolded. And they were literally um, yelling back and forth about um, me and another player and da 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 da. And it was just like, no, dude, I don't want to, I don't want that. I don't want that. And um, so I would say to a parent, um, talk to your kid before you go too far. Yeah. Um, and then if you can't be there, talk to them why you can't be there. Don't just not show up because that's not that's not what we're looking to do. That's never the that should never be a reason. And I, and I would even say that, and that's something that if I think about now looking ahead, is it? I mean, I don't think as a parent you want to live your dream. Through your the kid, I mean, mm-hmm. you want to be there. I'm mean, gonna support whatever dream they may have. Yes, you know what I'm saying? yes, 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 yes. Like I can't put that pressure on you to do something I wanted to do. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Because it's because like, it's, it, it, it's gonna make it not fun for you. So whatever you decide to do, I just gotta make sure I be there for it. That's what happened mm-hmm. with me in baseball. Mm-hmm. Because, and I'll tell you this quick story. Um, my dad played baseball. He was really good, actually. Um, he was a really good baseball player, but he never played football or basketball really like that. So when I picked up baseball, he was right there. Right. And it was like, it almost to a point where it was like, I don't even like this already. And then you <laughs> always hear, like, all right, I'm going to just let it go. Yeah. But it was just one of those things. Yeah, don't live your dreams mm-hmm. through your kids. Live their dreams and support them. Yeah. Um, and, and I think as humans, we always going to want to live our dreams. And even if we accidentally start pushing it onto our kids, um, we have to be real with ourselves regardless. Um, so, um, speaking about, you know, uh, family and everything like that, there's a lot of family, there's a lot of friends that become family to you, right? Mm -hmm. Especially as an athlete, um, your brother's. Um, the people who you work you work out with on a regular basis, you literally go through the trenches with on a regular basis. My question to y'all would be, are y'all best friends actually athletes or are they like outside of the athletic realm? Uh... I mean, they have an athletic background. Okay. You know they, but did you meet them through <laughs> athletics? Uh, One of them, yeah. You okay. Know one of them did... The other one, like, was in school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It just happened to be, oh, like, he plays, he plays ball as well. But, you know what I'm saying? But most of them have that the background. I don't think it's a prerequisite. Right. Yes, it just happens to be like that. Yeah. I'm like, watching the game. Oh, oh, you play as well? Look, yeah. Oh, where we at now? So, yeah, that's how I went. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you? No, yeah, I would definitely have to say, like, majority of my, my best friends definitely have been through football. Yeah. 100%. Um, just because, like, you spend a lot of time with them. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so meet, you got meetings, you know, lifting, yeah. things like that, like all this extra stuff. And yeah. Then, um, uh, during the season, you know, we're probably the closest, but, mm-hmm. you know, during the off season, you become even closer because, like, you guys are, like, collectively yeah. coming together and trying to work towards one thing. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, 100%. Did you ever feel like you needed to have a different friend group outside of sports? Uh, I mean, I feel like it wouldn't hurt me, you know. Yeah. Like, I ne- it just never really – like that, if that makes sense. Yeah, how much? Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, you know, by the wind kind of person. So it was a genuine, yeah, but it was never like simply like the, I mean, I mean, the guys uh, that you come across with, like the athletics do have various backgrounds. You yeah, know what I'm saying so. I mean, I kind of feel like the gap, like for all the stuff I could have. But I mean, I had friends all over though. So I mean, people right. that don't, but you know, like it is what it is. Right. So yeah, I think mine is kind of like Parks. Um, all my friends have an athletic background, but they might not have. I might I might not have actually played with them or met them through right. athletics. Mm-hmm. So like my best friend that actually got me into football, um, we met through school, and I didn't know. And I, the crazy part is I didn't even know he was playing until one day his mom had to pick him up for practice. I'm like, dude, where are you going? Like, <laughs> why do you always have to leave? And I was like, all right, 
all right, where you going? All right, mom, we need to go there, like, right now. So then that's ended up high. Shout out to Shane. He knows. Um, that's really how I started playing football. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, like, that's really that. <laughs> I would have never I, – I probably would have played later on, but I would have never, like – I played because my friends were there. I was like, man, what is we doing? Yeah, like, simply why you do like when you're younger. Yeah, like, I was like, forcing you or, or my homeboys out here. So exactly. So it was just one of those things. But then, like, um, when I think about like all the friendships I've had, um, a lot of them, some some of them, never played a sport in their life. Um, but as I look, as I really look at 24 now, a lot of them don't make it either. As far as like a long term friendship, because right. they really don't understand me as much, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's one thing about being an athlete. You kind of understand another athlete. Mm-hmm. You kind of understand what they go through. You kind of understand, like even when they're done, how hard that is to be done, and like what that means to them personally, because you had to go through it too, or you're going through it at the same time. So it's just like those bonds become so much stronger. And then not to mention when you're in them trenches and you're in the middle of, you know, a snowstorm (laughs) and y'all trying to, I, I didn't been through so many snowstorms. It's crazy. It just wires you differently. It does. It does. It It just wires you differently. So, um, friendships, right? How, how, how important are friends to a high school athlete? All depends on what, I mean, once again, yeah, it, yeah. it goes back to, you know what I'm saying, but, uh, I mean, about the relationship thing. Yeah, okay. I mean, friends are relationship as well. If that relationship, like, is uh, like it's conducive to what you're doing, yeah. you know what I'm saying, then, um, I mean, then great. If, if it's a relationship where it's, you know, not conducive and, you know, I mean, we all have known the players who had the friends who was, oh, don't go to practice, come out here and whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Simply those are the ones, if they fall for that, yeah. they'll be making it around. The ones who do have the friends that are always encouraging, supporting, let's go train, work out, let's grind, let's grind, let's grind, like that competition, like the friendly competition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those are the ones that, you know what I'm saying, I mean, that really uh, uh, go on. So it's just a situation that you got to find ones that are, uh, that y'all, they both have similar interests. That's yes. really what a friend is, right? Yes, yes, yes. yes similar yes. interests, you yes, know what I'm yes, saying? Yes, so yes. That's what a relationship is, too. That, too, yeah. as well. Similar interests, similar mm-hmm. goals in life that y'all both want to get to. So, uh, for you, Dale, what was that like? Man, I, I think it, it meant everything. Um, yeah. Uh, like, I, we traveled, like, what, about 30 minutes to school every day. Yeah. Um, so... All the guys that live on the west side, they're on a team. They were in my little Chevy yeah. Cavalier. <laughs> so like, we drive back home, and you know, just just having that 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 time after practice, like I feel like took that extra step as far as like us being closer as friends too. Yeah, I know. Like we like in in our uh, in um, in our instance, I think that um, that's like, in your year. Yeah, that, and then just just still being around, like coming over after school and yeah, you know, things like that. Like but, going to. Lunch when we weren't supposed to exactly yeah, right. yeah. Like, things like that yeah but yeah I wouldn't I would say like you know you would want that you would, yeah, you know, yeah, you would yeah, want yeah. that brotherhood yeah. you know outside of you know just practice yeah you know? like um, talk about other stuff yeah and like real shit going on and yeah. stuff like that that's a fact mm-hmm. I agree um yeah. I think it's I think friendships are more important than relationships for athlete in high school only because like you said. Those friends can literally make or break what you do. If you have those friends that are never on shit, never want to do shit, always want to get in some trouble, and never listen to nobody, those friends can influence you in a negative way. But you yeah. have, if you have those friends that like, nah, bro, like I'm trying to get a scholarship just like you. Like we trying mm-hmm. to go, we trying to get to this next level. Let's go. Um, they calling you, they making sure you at practice, they making sure positive influences, positive influences, then. Y'all can catapult each other to a whole nother level mm-hmm. um, together. And um, I was grateful to have um, that independence, like you talked about, self-motivated. Mm-hmm. So I had friends growing up that I literally convinced to play sports because they would get in trouble if they didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was great. And, I've, and just looking back on it, I'm so grateful that I had that ability to influence them like that because it was like, Ain't no telling what they're going through at home. Ain't no telling what they have to, what they may be thinking about doing or getting into. And it's like, we don't need to do all that right now. Yeah, like, the game is an escape. Exactly, exactly. And I, that's how I always viewed it. It was whatever was going on. And I loved my coach. Uh, shout out, Coach Bro. When um we were younger, he would say, "Forget everything you got going on at home when you in these two hours of practice." This is your time to mm-hmm. be whoever you want to be, to be free, to enjoy yourself. And I always took that. 
And I always took that and I ran with it. And that's why I think I found so much joy in the game because it was just that time where I don't care if I just got done yelling or screaming at this girl mm-hmm. and this girl started yelling at me. Um, my parents was yelling at me. It's just one of them weeks. Um, I could go to practice and it just be all for them two weeks and for them two hours it'd just be all done. You know, it'd just be all over with and I could just focus in on what I need to focus in. All right, I need to get my feet work together. I need to get my steps together. Like I can lock in on that yeah. instead of like whatever's going on outside of this. And that was just one of those things that um I took and ran with. So having friends that had that kind of same mindset really helped me to escape even more. Yeah. You know? Um, I think a friend that really doesn't understand that, like, you need that escape, um, they're not really your friend. But, like, as a high schooler, you don't know those things, you know? Mm-hmm. You don't understand that a friend is truly a friend when they really want nothing but the best for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just one of those things. So I think the last relationship I want to talk about is coaches, right? So we all, <laughs> we've all had... Um, different coaches and different and and you can uh, actually talk from a, a coach's perspective yeah. and having players that look up to you and still talk to you and i mean you're right here in my yeah. podcast right you know, now we, we played for you right and we played for you right so how for and we can start with you park how important for you is to build a relationship with the player outside of just being them being them being your athlete that's that it's the most important thing there is, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm on the field stuff that works itself out. Like X and O works itself out. Yeah. But the, but the relationship you build off the off the sidelines is what makes that stuff easier. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? What uh, you know what I'm saying? Like the the, the trust you have. Where I know mm-hmm. the coach is gonna put me in the right position. I know he's gonna tell me something that's gonna work. Mm-hmm. I'm not even, uh, I know he's not gonna tell me something that's gonna put me in a bad situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We both want to be you know what I'm saying like successful. Like he wants to see me shine and I want to shine myself. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But that stuff is. I mean, like the game is temporary, so like the uh, like the relationships that I mean you have, you know what I'm saying those should be like life long because like the bonds that you have like during that like, time, like the the two a days, the the times you we don't want to be there either. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's hot, it's muggy, but we gotta go through this stuff. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't feel like hearing Coach yell either. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But so you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm at a, uh, like those times where I'm where a kid might have a meltdown. I'd be real you back in because yeah. our relationship life is so good. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like. You know, let me uh, let me get you back on on track, whatever. And seeing guys after they're done with high school, like when they go on and and be like successful, like in whatever they're doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which is amazing. Getting married and you know what I'm saying and being happy and living life. Those are amazing. I remember a lot of guys were sophomores and up or freshmen sometime and up, and just to see like the development over time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and I'm one of those guys who I'll go with the kids like on a visit. Like if I can make a game, I will. You know what I'm saying? Or I'll. Uh, uh, shout out my guys, whatever, like you know, what I'm saying whatever the case is, like it's beautiful to see them doing their thing. You know yeah, saying? off the, I mean, after after high school or after their the college days, like are done. I mean, but it all starts with those early like relationships. Yeah, you know, like, I mean, like where the trust is formed, where they know you have their um, um, best interest at heart, mm-hmm. and then you know, what I'm saying you know they're going to give you their all, like what are out there. Yeah. It's a beautiful bond. That's a beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Um, so, uh, Dale, for you. Um, so it's, it's crazy now that you know I've, I've gotten into like the strength conditioning field. Yeah. Um, it's it's now like I came from like that player to being that coach that these kids are looking yeah. up to. Yeah. Um, so like I I'm contract uh, through T three at Bria Mid Park High School. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh, that's cool. oh yeah, wow. Yeah. So like, wow. I, I'm their head strength coach over there, but I work for T three. If that makes sense. So that's we, dope. we contract like colleges and high schools around mm-hmm. here. Yeah, too. that's how you get to the bag. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> for real. So uh, contracts, I like that. <laughs> so like it's like I I came from the um, from from this high school kid that you know looked up to every coach I had. Uh-huh. Um, you know, being able to establish that trust like with you mm-hmm. and you know Coach D and all them. Mm-hmm. Or, in high school, even at the college level. Um, like now, I can sit back and say, "Hey, like, I can, like, pick out what type of coach I want to be to these." Yeah. Um, so like, I've always been that type of coach that pushes these kids to you know their limits, but at the same time, like, you guys can come to me and say anything. You yeah. Know? Or mm-hmm. especially with maybe some kids that don't have like a role model in their life. Yeah, or, a mentor. Uh, yeah, or um, that's so important. They come from you know a tough situation, you know, and or if there's any way I can you know. Reach out, share film, like you said, reposting mm-hmm. stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like, why yeah. not make you know somebody else better? Yeah, through, through like your own you know platform. So, I, I think that you know that transition to, for me is like been the whole reason why I do this because um, 
I feel like if if it wasn't with football players or athletes in general, I feel like I would be missing something. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I feel like that's where like I'm designed and destined to go. That's and, dope. Yeah, it's crazy. That's dope. Um, but yeah, it's it's. It's a surreal experience wow. to, to play football. Like, <laughs> it's surreal. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's crazy. It is. Yeah, and to like sit here and you know, you know, chop it up with an old coach. Man, it's crazy. That's and like we, we can sit here and talk about any game and we can probably like replay that. Wow. Oh my yeah, gosh, awesome. <laughs> we're not about to do that though. <laughs> we got some sad stories. Okay? And the coolest thing is honestly, and I'm, I know Dale probably said the same thing is when you know what I'm saying when I mean you build a relationship with somebody. You know what I'm saying, or like you train them. And then you go uh, see him do what you worked on with them, and the game be successful. It's yeah, like, you know, the crazy best feeling. It's like the craziest feeling. Like, oh, yeah, that shit actually worked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you, know, hey. you got like some of the hugest one. You know, like Malik that came through. It's like, wild. Yeah, yeah. tough situation, scary. and like uh, he he really like looked wild up. Situation, looked up man. To yeah. Yeah, no, that's dope. Yeah. So for me, for coaches, right, and relationships, mine are a little different because I had really good coaches when I was little. Mm-hmm. Like, I really seen what it meant for a coach to come pick you up at home mm-hmm. because your parents had to work. Right. Or yeah. they wanted to make sure that you were good or they just really cared about you. I mean, almost to the point where I became friends with their kids because of them. Um, I mean, all my coaches growing up, all my coaches growing up until, like, high school – um, all their kids played on the team I was with. But they never treated their kid any right. differently. And I think that's what made such an impact on me. Um, to this day, anytime I see them, as I'm calling them coaches. I'm telling them I, I appreciate everything y'all did for me every single day. Um, so moving forward into high school and into college, um, that's what I was looking for. And I think that's why me and Coach Parker um, developed a relationship very well because it was like, um, he actually cared about the player and yeah, not the not not my stats and and not what I could do for the team. But he yeah. actually cared. Um, I remember countless times he would come scoop me up for off season workouts and scoop me up for um, sco- take me home just because he, just tell your parents they don't gotta come. I'm <laughs> yeah. I'm going right there. The I'm around the corner. <laughs> hey. And then we'll sit and we'll we'll converse about different things. And um, he would give you the real about situations and not really sugarcoat. And that's what I need. I don't need somebody who's going to sugarcoat me because life is not sugarcoated. Life is life. So even at a high school age, I realized that, you know, going, I mean, going from I could walk to school when I was in Ravenna to taking that, taking the bus. I mean, that's a whole different, that's a life, that's a lifestyle <laughs> style switch. All to ring. All to ring. <laughs> and I'm 14, and I'm like, why is there a bum right here? But hey, yeah. that happens, you know, but yeah. you got to understand where you're at now. Yeah. So it's just like somebody who's giving you the real, um, you kind of lean towards that, right? So I, I was always looking for that, um, even when I even hit college, and I never got that, and that's why... To this day, I'm not really close to my college coaches because I felt like they were always playing the game. Mm. They were never really just being people. Now, don't get me wrong. I had like two or three coaches who had just got done playing who were like interim coaches who would come in. And they were still partying with us and Mm. chilling and kicking it with us. But I didn't get that friendship level with them. But um, as far as like the the older coaches and stuff, and I tried to develop relationships with, it never really worked out because they always had the coach's face on, and I couldn't, I didn't need the coach's face. I already did all your drills, I already did all <laughs> your workouts. Like I didn't need that. But shout out to my strength and conditioning coach, Coach Bernardi, because he was the only real to me, the only one that I personally could say really gave me the real. He's like, look, Bo, you're just not good enough. I was like, look, I need that, you know? (laughs) I need that. I need that real. Because he would say that, and then he would be like, but I'm a... But I'm a, but I'm willing to work with you. You mm. want to come in after? You want to go do this? You want to get some drills in? Whatever I needed, he was willing to do. And I always was like, thank you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Regardless. Um, recovery. He taught me how to recover better. He taught me things that I could take with me in my life. That I was like, that's what I'm looking for if I'm, if I'm going to have a relationship with a coach. Mm. I don't need you to get me to the NFL. If I'm good enough to go to the NFL, I'll get there. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't need you to do that. I don't need you to have 
my stats plastered everywhere. I don't need that. I need a relationship with you. So if I got something going on, like my grandparents passed away in, high, in college, if that's going on, you will understand. Yeah. And you can be able to speak to me. I don't remember not one coach speaking to me when those two situations happened. And it happened back-to-back years. Yeah. So it was just like, but I do remember other coaches reaching out to me. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, okay, I understand the differences now. Mm-hmm. And it's no bad blood. I love all my coaches that I went through in college. You just know what it is. It's just know what it is mm-hmm. at the end of the day. <laughs> and I think um, when it comes to relationships with coaches, um, I, I listen to a lot of different podcasts and interviews and stuff like that. And I always hear the big-time coaches and the big-time players always still have a relationship to this day. Mm-hmm. And I love that because it's like if they did so much for you, how could you not reach out to them? You know what I'm saying? Like, how could you not reach out to these players? And even, but then you would hear some of the players who may not have been the big time player, they still have a relationship, rapport with this coach that was a big time coach. He doesn't have to do that, but he 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 understands that it's bigger than just football. It's bigger than just basketball. It's bigger than just this sport. How are you going to be as a human? Five years from now. How are you going to be as a father 10 years mm-hmm. from now? And those are things that I look at and be like, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I commend that. Because any coach that any coach can be a good coach if all he cares about is winning. You know what I'm saying? But is he a good person? You know? Like, is he a good person? So, that's just kind of my uh, take on coaches' relationships. Find those coaches that really care about you. You know? not Not just about what you can do for them. You know, because once they, because we've been through it, you know yeah. what I'm saying? One, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, a personal example. Um, There's this kid I trained. His name is Caden Baumbach. He's, yeah. He's an undersized athlete, but a stellar athlete mm. Um, out of a smaller school um, out west. Yeah. And, you know, like, if there's any type of connections, like, I, I sit there and I toss this film out to any coaches that I come across or anything like that. And yeah. Just, like, and I feel like one night he, he sent me this long message. It was, like, 3 in the morning, mm. and, like, He's like the only time like I can get to the gym is the only time I feel like like myself is when I'm at the gym when I'm training things like that like it, it takes me away from the home life yeah so I feel like after you just saying that it just like makes me reflect on uh-huh. for real um, man really it's is. real it that and that's really why I want to be a mentor to athletes because yeah. it's just like you don't always get that from your coaches man because mm-hmm. coaches some coaches just don't care yeah. and they just there for the next opening position at the next place. You know what I'm saying? They just trying to move up in their career, which I get, but it's like, at the same time, what are your morals? You know, like you went, like you said earlier, like at the end of the day, it's your morals at the end of the day. It's not anything else. If you don't know, like if I don't know if you're going to sell out for me, you know? Right. I mean, even as a player, I remember the coaches I had, like the ones that I was, was like the tightest with are the ones I'd be the one to do the most for. The most. You know what I'm saying? I'm willing to go to war. Like, what you need? Like, let's go. I mean, like the ones you don't. Look, I'm here like for practice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, so, exactly. Don't ask me to look. do too much. Because like, <laughs> I'm not doing yeah, it. <laughs> I'm here. But um, hold on. Before we, because um, we're we about done here, but um, I didn't even say it at the beginning. But this this episode, um, let me see. Y'all think it's dope that you said they about to deal with on the east side. That's about to be a I know, that's man. gonna be freaking dope. Like all the east side schools that either don't know about it or feel like it's too uh yeah. far away because that's gonna be amazing, man. Yeah, it, amazing. It is. And then like we have like uh this foundation it's called T three Foundation. Uh-huh. Oh for, yeah, speak on that. It's for like uh, you know, families that, you know, can't maybe afford the training. Right. But they, you know, they want their kids, you know, to have that, you know, the extracurricular to get to at night, you know, just to have like a role model mm-hmm. or something yeah. in their life, right? Um, so like you know things like that, it's it's bigger. It's bigger than just you know making money on training. Uh-huh. I feel like it's got to be. Know, um, That's dope, man. And like to hit the east side of the Cleveland area, I think is going to be huge. There's so many yeah. talented yeah. athletes yeah. over here, man, yeah. that don't get to shine and and the work that they need. It's just it's crazy. Yeah. But this episode is dedicated to all the women and men who are dating or married. To an athlete and understand that we are tired after practice. So please don't ask us to do anything for at least the first hour. I appreciate y'all for that. Um, uh, again, um, always, uh, this is Life X Athlete. Subscribe, review, rate, comment, um, like, 
all of those things. I want to thank my guy, Big Deli Snacks. Oh, uh, no. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, man. We've, we've been talking about this since uh, you even started the podcast. Yeah, so, for real. Like, uh, it's I'm been gonna... literally over two e- over a year and a half. Yeah, I'm ready to come back for, for a second one. Let's get it, man. Yeah. See? Hey, got to get him on one time, and then when it come back. I <laughs> yeah. love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, and, of course, shout out Coach Parker. Man, no uh, doubt. Thank you. No doubt. And congratulations yeah. to your, uh, your season. Man, Shaw High School, man. Season. Congrats to that. That was your first year, right? Not nah, second year. Second year. Second, yeah, the first year was wild. I get into that after. Uh, oh. <laughs> but hey, but all I want to say is, hey, just make sure that y'all. I'm, I'm uh, telling y'all, you gotta check out like um, T3. Like it's amazing out yeah. there. Yeah, got saying? to, got like to. Uh, any athlete, like I said, it's 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 at the at the most like it's a half an hour from Cleveland. But it might be uh, 20 minutes depending on how fast Where you, you are. Yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah, a fact. Saying, like I mean, I can. Understate how amazing that facility is, you know what I'm saying? And like the blue turf, like is it is iconic. You don't see yeah, anywhere. Yeah, that's a fact. So it's definitely a dope like facility. So, you know, go check uh, that place out immediately. Immediately. Thanks, Coach. Yeah. Immediately. No doubt. Yeah. Um, the Ohio Trainer Spotlight of the Week goes to at HustleHard05, um, HustleHard Fitness LLC. Um, they're a certified personal trainer, um, performance trainer. You can uh, f- you can check them out at www.hustlehardfitness.com. You can shop. They got merch up there, and um, they got different classes for women um, and men. Uh, definitely check them out. They're dope. Uh, she just got this new facility um, in Akron. Uh, y'all definitely got to go check that out. Um, and just get your workout on, man. We gotta get it in. It's the summer. It's the winter going on it's now. Go hard, man. So uh, get them summer bodies right, cause it's coming right back around. So do y'all have any motivational songs? What songs do y'all play at T three, man? What songs do y'all play? Y'all play everything. So we have we have like a Amazon music playlist. Okay. You just pick like an artist. Okay. Yeah, like it's a good mix. read the room. Like we have adults, so yeah. you don't want to play rap music. <laughs> yeah. Like when the athletes in there, we're playing rap music. Yeah. Yeah. Something good to athletes. So call. give me a, give me a song, man. I need uh, a song. Parker got one first. Hold on. Oh man. Cause uh, Park actually Parker, I need you to give me out of the three you sent me the other week. Oh, out oh. of the Ti, the um. Who is it? The uh, machine, uh, Con- Conway the machine. Yeah, I got one for you, uh, Ti. Um, pardon me, featuring uh, Little Baby. Oh, that's hard. Yeah, there you go. That's hard. That one yeah. hard. That yeah. one go <laughs> for real. Oh yeah, there you go. So Dale, you got one. Uh, it's older, but sicko mode. Uh, yeah, that always, always gives me going. Okay, uh, okay, I like uh, that. We 